Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. La, la, la. My name is Alicia Tobin. <laughs> I'm here with my friend and my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Hi. Hi. For the listener, I'm always making gross sexual gestures during the podcast to make Jessica laugh and the guests laugh, but I did it a little bit too early. <laughs> and uh, was, uh... Anyways, um, we have an, a, a friend... A friend of ours is on the podcast tonight. He's a Juno award-winning stand-up comedian. It's the wonderful Ivan Decker. Hello. Oh, Hi. my goodness. It is so great to be back. Uh, happy belated birthday to both of you. I believe you had birthdays this summer. Thank Very exciting. You. When is your birthday, you. Ivan? Uh, my birthday is in November. Okay. Uh, so it's uh, it, day a in resident November? of Vancouver. November the 8th. So it's, it's always rainy. Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> somber. Everyone's like thinking about Remembrance Day coming up in a few days. Yeah, yeah. two days before Remembrance Day, so it's a lot of you know rehearsing for the play. Yeah. If, when I was in high school, yeah, you got to do your solemn monologue. <laughs> Did you do theater stuff in high school, Ivan? Oh yeah, I I was in like that was kind of my entry into performance. We had okay. a really good theater program at my high school, and so oh, I was lucky so enough lucky. to be in a lot of production from from grade eight, like. Right up to grade 12, I was in kind of everything that I could have been in. I had no idea. You're a little theater kid. Did you, like, yeah. wear a suit and have, like, the, like, uh, you know, baby powder in your hair and the lines drawn on your face, like, wrinkles to play an I older? did have that for one. I was There was one play where I got to be, like, the town drunk as the comedic Ooh. relief. And so I, I got to do that. Yeah, they just, like, they tell you to squint, and then they, like, stick an eyeliner pencil in the wrinkle. And they're like, oh, yeah. there. Now That's how I put on my up. eyeliner now. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, you just gotta make Smoky. accentuate it, make it pop. Um, yeah. I played a drunk character one time in high school for Remembrance Day. Um, Ooh, that's good. Like a one double. <laughs> yeah, I was. It was like a bunch of war widows, I guess, from like World War mm. One or something, and and we were like supposed to be drinking and like mourning the loss of our soldier husbands and we were all like you know 13 or something yeah. oh god like never had touched alcohol except maybe like a wine spritzer and or hopefully like, a soldier yeah no i i had uh visited the army bases <laughs> regularly <laughs> jessica <laughs> I think not. that it was crazy being in all the plays because uh, as a result i have never seen a play Oh, <laughs> like I was in the mall. So I didn't I've never seen a high school play. I've only seen like from the side. OK, I think that's the best possible <laughs> outcome. You didn't yeah. have. Yeah. Being in it or like doing tech or something. Then you're not like forced to like go and you're like, oh, it's like I'm at school, even though. Yeah, it's night. <laughs> Ivan, were you a kid that had like a girlfriend throughout high school? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I. Oh, no. I actually had a couple of boyfriends, but then I was like, such a terrible girlfriend. Then and now. Yeah. <laughs> That's my history. <laughs> mm. <laughs> hey, at least you're consistent, you know? Yeah. yeah. Real bad at <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Relationships. I had a boyfriend in high school for like two weeks. Yeah. That's usually how long they lasted. Yeah. And it was like, I remember being like, this is dumb. Like, my grades are really, <laughs> like, they, it was very notable. It was like, I was doing pretty great, got a boyfriend, terrible grades. And then I was like, this sucks. Uh, we should break up. And then grades back up to normal. Cause it's like, all it was was like, he would call me and be like, hey, what are you doing? And I'd be like, trying to study. <laughs> like, but I guess we're going to talk on the phone for like four hours now. Oh, yeah. I would be on MSN 
uh, oh, messenger. Yeah. Yeah. That was my, I was talking to all the girls, you know? Yeah. Not really. <laughs> I just realized I never had a phone in my bedroom, and now it makes more sense. I never Why had one in my bedroom either. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was like ICQ and then MSN. Yeah. Yeah. We had a separate phone line that my mom put in for the for the boys. That was like just for girls to call. Uh, yeah, it was mostly just for girls to phone. But yeah, I would, there was a few girls that I talked to for like a long time on the phone, but like I never saw, like in person, I was like too shy. I was like, get Aww. away from me. <laughs> you were like a telephone Romeo. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And then at school, I was like, stay away from me. I got a weird shirt on. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. Speaking of weird shirts, are you wearing a Jurassic Park shirt t- today? I am. Nice. I was going to make a joke that your phone, the phone your mom installed, was a dinosaur phone. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. uh, That would be so cute. No, I had one of those phones for the old people with really big buttons. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love those. You didn't have to be old to buy it. I think everybody would need one of those now because nobody has used a real phone in so long. Well, I have a real phone at work, but. Yeah. Well, they had ones like later before they kind of got rid of them uh, at uh, London Drugs, our favorite store. Uh, they would have, uh, you could just put in a picture of your kid, like on oh, the button. Wow. Like you could program the phone number behind, the, and you'd have to cut it, like a locket. You'd have to cut out a tiny little photo. You'd have to stick d- it under the button. deface your family photo album. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Mom, how come my wedding photo? If you really didn't think your child was great, you could make him the number zero. Oh. <laughs> your favorite child Always could be number one. Number two for Pooh. I would be number two, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Pooh child. <laughs> no, just an order of, well, when I was born, I guess. Yeah, uh, you were born at the butt. <laughs> So we associate dinosaurs with you with good reason. It's really your brand. Yeah. Jessica, what's your brand? Mm, puzzles? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Puzzles. Dough? Yes. You've got some really strong branding. Puzzles and dough? Sour puzzles cream? And dough. I don't know. Uh, you still in your sour cream phase? Um, I mean, it's a lifelong pursuit. Like, because I've get most of my groceries through spud i've made it so i only get it every fourth wednesday so i don't overdo it but mm-hmm. whenever it does show up i'm like oh it it's been a while i've missed you i love spud it's the best it's they're great company. and they do that fuel up hot lunch initiative that oh, is nice. for food insecure children perfect oh wow shit i had no idea they I'm do look a lot it. of good stuff or they've part they partner with them for that but yeah they're they're great I just love not getting the back and shoulder and neck pain from carrying heavy bags of groceries every week, every few days, really. It's just great. We definitely broke all the rules uh, of where it's like one household member to go to the grocery store. And we're like, yeah, but we need to carry everything. It's painful. I mean, Jay will just like, if we do that, he just waits outside like the patient um, um, loyal donkey i didn't even know that was an option yeah i gotta tell that's that should be my plan i hate going into the grocery store i mean just call jay he'll come and wait outside for you great but yeah, even if you perfect. didn't go into the grocery store you wouldn't get any new material yeah <laughs> or treats it's true I, I love it when you tell your burrito joke and like people's minds are just like this guy so funny and i'm like oh man why can't i write a joke that funny um oh well I believe you've written many that are much funnier. Hey, now. Hey, now. You're an all-star comedian. Get your game on. Um, Guys, I'm feeling really pumped about this episode, I have to say. This is my second podcast of the day. Oh, is that why you have 
your name is something different? Yeah, it, it was, was on the joined. Stop Podcasting Yourself London Podcast Festival surprise guest. Oh, and cool. that was very weird because it was the middle of the work day. But I feel like, you know, I kind of like blew the rust out of my pipes mm. uh, with all of that previous awkwardness. So now I can really, really rock this. Speaking Perfect. of blowing the rust out of your pipes, uh, this isn't a retail nightmare or anything. So don't worry. I'm not jumping the gun on our yeah, guest. Yeah. yeah. But something that happened today that is weird is my bathtub got like resurfaced. Oh, they just offered that as a service to you? No, they like I got a note under my door from my building manager being like Thursday, your bathtub's getting fixed. And I had to call her to be like, sorry, what part of it is getting fixed? And she was like, oh, they're going to sand down the whole thing and put new enamel on it. Because uh, when they redid our bathroom, like, I don't know, seven years ago or something. uh, Now the bathtub, they like cheaped out on the bathtub and like all the enamel was wearing off already. And I was like. Why Why not just pay the extra money when you buy the bathtub? Because the guy who came to fix it, he was like, yeah, this costs more than the bathtub costs, like what I'm doing today. But it's real stinky in here, guys. I bet. <laughs> it smells so bad. Uh, but it's my bathtub right now. I can't use it for 24 hours. So oh I'm going to be also real stinky. Oh, my gosh. What are you going to do? I'm covered in dirt. I'm covered in slime. I was rolling Hey, that's great. In the sink, like a baby. Yeah. I'm, oh, I can fit they, in the sink. You can get Jay sink. to put you in the sink. A little washcloth. Yeah, like a little cup of warm water and like rub my little baby shampoo right into Our my shower, eyes. the heat wave, like the plastic taps, you know, you t- it's like we don't have a single, we have like two taps. You got to mm-hmm. do your own hot, cold. But they're made of plastic and the heat wave like melted the plastic so that they both just broke and like what? spun off the metal because it's like a you know ridged plastic. So yeah. hot in your place. That's yeah, awful. and so then like they both just came ripping off, and I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> and I tried to replace them, and it, like other plastic wouldn't hold. So then I had to replace them with like like a garden hose. There's just like two old timey like metal. Oh, like oh, I like that. I, yeah. For some reason, I don't know why, but in my brain, I thought you were going to be like, I just stuck two tennis balls. <laughs> <laughs> well, at first I had two vice grips. I just had like clamps. Yeah, I was going to say like pl- there. pliers. That would be so annoying. Ugh. Do you guys own your place or do you rent your place? Uh, we rent it. Okay, so why didn't you ask someone to fix it? Is it like just you'd rather not have someone in? You don't like to ask for things because rent's affordable. What is it? Yeah, I think it's that one. Um, yeah. We our rent Common. is like we're really uh, in a great deal, so we don't want to be like difficult. And so sure. I've done a lot of like renovations to this place. Can you send us a picture, please, on Instagram of your handiwork when you have moments? Sure. Thank yeah, you. I'll send you the uh, the taps that I installed, and then uh, I so also great. put in a kitchen sink. I had to drill like a Whoa. a hole in the middle of the counter because it was. I went from like the two hole tap to like a single one. Yes. And like had to buy a giant drill bit and like drill a hole. And it was so loud. And my landlord lives below me. And I was like, 
I hope he doesn't hear this. <laughs> but like, even if your rent is low, like they still have to fix things for you. And like, yes. there's only a certain percentage they can raise the rent. Yeah, but they've been like, I'm so happy. They, we've gotten new, pretty much every single appliance uh, we've had replaced in the last, like we had a new oven, new fridge, new dishwasher. So we're like pretty excited about that. So, And, and I also enjoy like feeling useful yeah. while I don't have yeah. a job. So I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'll just go to, it's a nice excuse to go to home hardware. Yeah, yes. try to get a Home smile out of the, the employees. Best. Impossible. <laughs> I'm always jo- there's like this one person that works by the counter. They do not enjoy me at all, and I'm always I see them chatting with other customers, and they seem <laughs> like personable, but I guess they just don't have a sense of humor. But I'm constantly trying to like joke, and I'll go in and buy like one screw and be like, hey, "This is a huge order. I'm probably gonna need two bags," and they're like zero. I love it. <laughs> They're like, I'm uh, really conscious of uh, plastic use and the environment, and I don't think that's funny. You should yeah. um, come and bring your Juno Award in and be like, see this? Comedy! Ah, yeah. like, this is me! I am certified! Come on! Something! Give me a laugh! You should, I, I think you should just like tour it around the neighborhood. <laughs> like take it out <laughs> like for like, like a new baby. Like you take it out for a walk. Yeah. It's so heavy. That's the only problem. Really? It's like three times heavier than you think it would be by looking at it. I've I've held an Oscar one time and that was surprisingly heavy. Like the base was just like solid metal. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool, guys. I touched an Oscar. It's wow. really cool. I didn't realize the base that it stands on is like a film reel too. So I was like, oh it's clever. Uh, it's clever. Yeah, I've never had a close there. look yeah. at him. Oh. Oh, it's very cool. I'm too busy focused on the pectorals, you yeah, know? Yeah, like, like, look at that. Look at that Oscar body. Trying to just like zoom uh, in on that. Wow, like, wow, wow. Is it anatomically correct? <laughs> <laughs> that guy does a lot of flies. <laughs> um, What is that? Is that what? an exercise? Oh. I don't know, isn't that the thing you go like this? Or, oh, know. yeah. I was just, I couldn't stop thinking of frogs. He has, a lot like, of, <laughs> he has a lot of sex with Jeff Goldblum, the, the fly. Brundlefly. Yeah, I mean, I would probably before, get you Just too. before. Yeah. Just before he becomes fly. Like jumping up on the ceiling and all mm-hmm. that. Mm. Uh, so sensual. <laughs> um, well, you kind of already started hinting at the whole first half of the podcast, which is the retail nightmare. Ivan, did you want to share a retail story with us? Oh, sure. Yeah, I, c- I can go first or I can because uh, um, I, I have one where I've, that is not a place where I worked. But if you That's guys want to okay. go first, maybe. Oh, I yeah. You go first. OK. Guess, uh, guess oh, we can go first. Whatever you want. Well, I'll go. And then if it's bad, uh, it's not going to be bad. Right. <laughs> like we've never had a problem yeah. where we had to like cut any of your material. We're not the home <laughs> hardware employees here. We're fans. All right. Well, uh, this goes goes back a few months uh, when I when I finally returned to Los Angeles. I went back after like a while to sort of, you know, check on my place. And and, uh, my wife, Emily, came with me and we went to the grocery store. And the thing about America that I enjoy is you can buy like wine at the grocery store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we'd been doing that. You can even order, like you can order wine like from like an app, like they'll just deliver it. I know, I think they do that in Canada now too. It is relatively new for us for sure though. It's like a pandemic plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So the it's like weird to see wine at the drugstore. Like uh, while I was waiting for my vaccine to like the 15 minutes, I was like in the wine aisle. They're just like, just <laughs> wander around the store for a while. 
<laughs> I was like, should I sit over there? They're like, nah, just come get us if there's a problem. We're like, all right, I'll just be in the wine aisle. If I fall down, come get me. <laughs> and uh, so we we had been doing this. And then there's this one cashier at the Ralph's near my house who I forgot because I hadn't seen him in a year. I forgot I hate him oh. because he <laughs> refuses uh, and there's a few people like this uh, in in the States, and it's just a power trip. They refuse any identification that is not state ID. They call it, they're like, uh, you have state ID? And I don't have a California driver's license yet. Of course yet, not. Yeah. Because um, the DMV is a nightmare. And uh, it's a pandemic. <laughs> I've sh- like I my BC ID has been fine. It's issued by the government. And he, he's like, do you have a passport? Like nobody is bringing who's bringing their passport. Like it's such an insane ask to be like, "Where's your passport? Bring that." Mm-hmm. Like who's bringing their passport to the grocery store? It's such yeah. a ludicrous thing. Yeah, to it's expect. like your most precious, one of your most precious possessions. Let's just yeah, like, and also throw like, it in your tote. The apparently I I heard I talked to uh, to somebody about this and they told me that the British Columbia driver's license is one of the most secure pieces of ID on the planet. Like it has the most layers it's like unforgeable but it's so like he doesn't holograms yeah i i don't know and so i was like so mad because it was like it's also like you know a, a nine dollar bottle of wine we're buying a whole bunch of groceries like this is not a couple of kids <laughs> trying to like fool you man like we're buying lobach it's like a weird we're cooking clearly like these aren't vegetables the children you okra who's 20 <laughs> They're like, ah, some okra and a crappy <laughs> bottle of $9 Pinot Noir. So, yeah, I mean, it's like I was so furious. And so then I left and I was like mad. I thought it was ridiculous. But then uh, two days later, the whole situation was redeemed because I went I just went to a different cashier. We're by again. We, we were like, let's try it out. Throw some wine on there. Our friend, the hedgehog, was not working. He looks like a hedgehog. <laughs> Lucky. Guy. He's blue. <laughs> yeah, he was very fast. It was crazy. <laughs> So then we go in and this other guy's there and he's like, he's like, are you past 21? And then I made a joke like too far past. And he like laughed so hard. He was like, ah, how do I know that? And I was like, my back hurts every day. He's like, mine too. And it was like the most brilliant, like he loved everything I said. He was dying laughing. And he's like bagging my groceries. Like, yeah, thank you so much for coming. Like he thanked me for talking to him about, cause I was like so nervous about the ID situation. I was like, oh man, that was so much easier than it should have been. Ugh, yeah, it's so funny. Some people just have such power trips and it's like, go be a meter maid or something like where it's expected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all it is. Because I have I, I remember that guy from like a year and a half prior when I went through with uh, Amanda Brooke Perrin, who lives down there. Same thing. And she's lived there for like longer than me, like five years. And he was like, where's your passport? It was like, oh, come on. Such a weird dude. Maybe he just has a passport fetish. Maybe. <laughs> Just yeah, maybe loves he loves to, to see where you've been. Those pages. He yeah. wants to see pictures of people that are not smiling. Yeah, <laughs> let <laughs> me see allowed. your weird P two visa. Also, by the way, I'm wearing a mask, so like, there's no. <sighs> what are you gonna get from my ID anyway? Also, like, we're all so you know from the pandemic and just everything. Like, I don't know about you personally. <laughs> uh, for our listeners, I've been sitting in the dark a little bit. But like, yeah, you got a youthful sort of face. But like for me, 
I have not been ID'd. I think my eyes have like, you know, the fatigue of all of the, you know, sorrows of the world in them. And so it's just like, you know, I've got more grays than ever. Yeah. But it's like, come on. A lot of it has to be the power. Because, yeah, I mean, so much of it, I've always thought it's like the type of alcohol, too, is like... like yeah, you're not buying Mike's hard lemonade. Like <laughs> yeah, like if I'm buying a two liter of Vex wine cooler, then yeah, maybe mm-hmm. take a look. It's for but cooking. Like- <laughs> but denying like an actual driver's license, like not accepting that as IDs with and it's photo IDs. On you're absolutely right. He's just decided to take exception for some strange reason. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's like a waste of everybody's time, and we'll never know why a Hedgehog Man is so mad. It's funny. I've been like in the States, you know, all over on tour and had to show ID, like even just to get into some venues that like I was playing. And there's been so many times where I think like the further you get from BC, like the rarer it is that these people have seen an ID that looks like yours. And so the amount of times I've had like, you know, the bouncer or door person or whatever, you know, say to their colleague, like, oh, get a load of this. Like, so obviously fake. Like, what is this? And then they, they're like, oh, Canada. Oh, okay, yeah, go in. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're just like, <laughs> yeah, I just decided to make this up myself. Like, I thought I'd be as weird as possible. But no, this is a local ID. You just haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> British Columbia? Is it Britain? Is it South America? Where's your accent? You lying oh, me? yeah. <laughs> Where is your accent? I mean, I guess we are all speaking with accents right now, depending on who's listening. That's so true. So Jessica, true. do you have a retail thing? I mean, I I had a retail dream that I was going to briefly talk about. But then right before we started recording, you wanted to hear all about my recent fleece purchase. I want to hear about your fleece purchase. I've had it's my all, eye on something. So, OK, it's all related. Yeah. Um, So I'm just going to tell you a brief little recap of my visit to Vancouver Island. Ooh, the home of fleece. (laughs) Basically, yeah. Um, If you're a local uh, listener, you will know that everyone in the lower mainland just refers to Vancouver Island as the island. But I realize if I say like we were on the island, everyone would be like, what island? And they might get confused and think I was on the island from Lost because they just refer to that (laughs) island as the island. Um, But Jay and I went there to visit his mom, who we hadn't seen for a few years. And uh, we made a reservation. We thought we left with plenty of time. We missed our ferry by three minutes, which was pretty pretty funny. Um, Three minutes and I think three cars. Uh, but it was fine. We got the next one. But what it meant was by the time we got into Nanaimo, uh, we were very like tired and had been like sitting in our car for a long time. So Jay wanted a coffee. So we went to this venue that we played a show at before this coffee shop called The Vault, which is cool. I've been there. Yeah, it's a nice place. Um, yeah. They have like a little vintage shop in the back, like a little rack that I had bought a dress there before. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to check that out while Jay gets his coffee. And I saw a sign that was like upstairs for more vintage. And so since I was last there, they've expanded it into like all these different little vintage shops. And I found this one that was like, I basically felt like I was walking into my own closet. It was magical. And I had this experience that I've never had before where I tried on 
everything and it all fit and I bought everything like I've never <laughs> done you know there's always like I'm gonna take this this stuff didn't work but I was like I know this is weird but I'm gonna take it all oh wow and the woman who owned the shop was like so excited and turns out she books shows at that venue and she's in a band and I looked up her band and it's really cool she sounds like Kate Bush it's like kind of it was just wow. like a, you know like Jay and I were at the weed store recently and uh, we were trying to find like this kind of weed that he's looking for and they didn't have it. But the guy was like, we do have this kind called Tangerine Dream. And Jay was just like, oh, good band. And the guy was just sort of like, huh? And Jay was like, <laughs> never mind. You know how like often you have that experience where you're like, I shouldn't have said anything like this yeah. is embarrassing. Yeah, but you got to shoot because then, yeah, sometimes it hits. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I shot. <laughs> you, sh- you shot your sh- I was like, I'm going to shoot. <laughs> and I, I shot. It. Yeah. And she shot right back at me. And our shoots like blossomed into this beautiful thing. And now we're like friends online. And oh, that's so great. Yeah, it was just so cool. So everyone and she does sell stuff online, too, on Instagram. Um, everyone should follow her shop. Her name's Ida. And the shop is called Scrap gold like scrap dot gold but how this is all related to my fleece is we did have a cave tour booked that day on the monday which we had to reschedule to friday we went to caves it was amazing i also recommend that i'd never been in caves before there are caves on vancouver island okay so i didn't know about this it turns out there are more caves on Vancouver Island than in the rest of Canada combined. What? Guess there's like a lot of limestone on the island. So like lots of caves. It's so cool. Horn Lake Caves. It's like a provincial park. It's beautiful there. You can do these tours. The caves stay eight degrees year round, no matter if it's winter or summer. So you have to dress warmly. It's all masks on in the caves, which is cool. And it's perfect because like you wanted the extra layer. Um, Yeah. But so I needed I needed like a a fleece or something like that. And I realized I didn't pack anything like I brought a jacket. So I asked Jay's mom if she could lend me something. And I was like, if you have anything like that's old or like too small or whatever. And she's like, yeah, here you go. And she gave me an extra large. (laughs) And I was like, I guess technically it fits. Thank you. (laughs) And it was brand new. It was like he had to peel off some cellophane. It's not old or too small. (laughs) I don't think it. she had ever. I think it must have been too big for her. And then I tried to give it back to her so many times. And she was like, no, it fits. It's great. And I was like, okay. Um, But Jay was like, you got to get a fleece. These these things rock. Uh, Check check them out. So Patagonia was having a sale. And so I. I was trying to figure out like what size I would be without trying them on. And so I, I bought two. <laughs> I bought an ex- a women's extra small and then I bought a girl's extra large because oh. I was like, one of these yeah. will fit. They arrived. They were both too big. And then I took them to the store today and the woman was like, oh, these are the exact same size. <laughs> like a, a girl's extra large is the same as a women's extra small. And I was like, cool. I'm a genius. <laughs> um, but I figured it out. I need a child's large so I returned those and ordered that today. And I'm excited to wear a large boy's <laughs> size. And also, retail dream, you don't have to pay as much tax if you buy children's clothing. Hey, that's great. You, that's amazing. Yeah. Also, Patagonia. I mean, I that company seems like they're pretty great. Well, and aren't fleeces made out of recycled plastic? 
thought that was yeah, their whole deal. It's all, it's all plastic all... bottles. And yeah. they, um, yeah, they seem good. And like, if you go in there, they're like, here, we'll just give you a free shipping code. And if they like, don't have something in store, they're like, here's a free shipping code, like buy it online and you get free shipping. And you're just I like, I love a company like that. I love you. And like there's Osprey always... backpacks, like Arcturix, yeah. Patagonia. They all have like, it's crazy when you have like a policy that they're like, oh, it doesn't fit or it's broken. We'll just fix it. Here you go. For yeah. free. Like, what? Yeah. I'm yeah. so used to being mistreated. <laughs> I know. That's like what I said when we left the store today. I was like, I feel like it's so easy to just like have a great experience and like treat people nicely. And also uh, like cost too much money. We've met really cute dogs <laughs> in that shop, the Patagonia store. I like that Mountain Equipment Co-op uh, was like, we sold the company. It's no longer a co-op. Yeah, and then all the they... members were like, can we have our five bucks back? And they're like, nah. Yeah. Nah, you can't. Whereas <laughs> REI, their equivalent in, in, the, in state. the States, they did so well last year, they gave us a dividend. They oh mailed God. me 75 bucks. See, what? that's like a real yeah, it's an credit actual co-op. union style. Like, yeah, co-op. Like, that's... That rocks. MEC was just a lie. It's <laughs> the all cake a lie. was a lie. Also, like, they built their, like, new headquarter flagship whatever, like, in where our old practice space was that they, like, tore down and built this, like, ridiculous thing that now has, like, a car inside of it. And it's just like, <sighs> who have you become? I just love, and it, I think it's very funny for any of these companies that tried to build those, like, stupid, like, bro-y office spaces and now, like... There is no office. Offices are gone. Yeah. Joke's on you. Yeah. It's really weird. I work for a company that built a beautiful office space. And now we have flex, like a permanent flex schedule. And it's kind of, it's just so weird to, it's like a ghost town. Yeah. Like some, some departments have to be in a lot. My department doesn't have to be, but this thing was built for something that no longer exists. And they, own it like they think the lease oh. in the building is like 20 years oh no. yikes so like just this deep investment this like whole shift is happening and this is yeah. it's almost it feels like a relic and it's brand new yeah yeah it's kind of interesting i i found that um just from the experience of friends i have that have jobs i don't work uh I've been doing nothing for a year, but uh, me too. <laughs> the pressure to go back to the office was really coming from the like higher ups in the company, yeah. like the managers and stuff. And it was weird because uh, I have a lot of friends that were like, well, point to the work that's not being done. Like, we're still alive. Yeah. We're doing our jobs. Mm -hmm. And it's just because they, one of the perks of their job is to like walk down the hall and have people be like, oh, there's a boss. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how was your weekend? Oh, yeah, I have to talk to you. Yeah. <gasps> like, it's like the power dynamic is gone from their lives and they're like, they crave it so much. Oh, so it's not even about the company working or doing well. It's like the added thing that they need on top of making way too much money is like CEOs are like, I need to walk down the hall and have minimum wage employees be like, I like your pants. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love those pants. How was it's your also trip? like an was advantage. It nice? Like <laughs> yeah. it's great to go into an office where you make enough money to drive a beautiful car, um, have a beautiful home, have childcare that you can afford, maybe even a partner that stays at home that can look after your children. So it's a completely different like shift. Like I don't have those things. If I go into work, it costs me more money. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, people do compliment my clothes, which I do like. Um, but it's really exciting to see that, like, it doesn't feel like I've always wanted to, like, have the experience of working from home. And uh, it is great. 
it's great for my personality. It's great for my mental health. Uh, having a balance where I can go in sometimes and, you know, say hi to people is great. But also to remain competitive, like the company I work for is offering this ability to work from home because it's a great time to quit somewhere and work somewhere else. And they know it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a worker's market. And I, I am like so happy about it because it's for, like it's the first <laughs> you're time still it's not happened. partaking, but you're like, no, I like this. but we're happy for other people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure. No. Yeah. I think it's great that like for once workers get to be the one in the interview, you get to be like, so what are you offering me? Yeah. 100%. You know, what do I get? What are the yeah. perks instead of like selling you know, yourself to them? Like, yeah. Oh, we have uh, what are you going to come in on weekends at first or what? And you're like, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's also like, like our companies found people are and like the world has found that employees are more productive. And wouldn't you be if you had an extra two hours a day where you're not sitting in traffic or sitting on the bus? And yeah, you think so, but I am not. Workday has <laughs> changed from like a 10 hour workday to an eight hour workday. Um, yeah. I take breaks. I eat lunch properly. Like you go outside. You have outside. time with your dog. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. And it's all getting done. So I don't yeah. know. It is really cool. It is really exciting. And I just finished an interview today with somebody for a position in my department and that shift was really, in the last couple of interviews I did, it was very much about what the company is going to give them. So it was interesting, yeah. too. The first time I was kind of, I was kind of set it back a little bit because it was a huge shift. And then today I was way more prepared for it, you know, like, because I am used to people like trying to sell themselves to me. Mm-hmm. So it is, it's a cool, that's, I guess, a silver lining. I was going to say it's a cool time. And then I was like, <laughs> it is a fucking horrible time still. Yeah. Still Pretty a horrible cool. time, but I feel the, you know, the rumblings of a workers' revolution. Which yeah, is it's nice to yeah. feel like just a bit of the realization, like the shift happening. Because like this is I think we've all felt this way for a long time and, you know, spoken about it. But like when when you hear it like being reflected in the media and like all around in the conversation, it's like, oh, wow, like this is people are getting it. People get it now, slightly. Like, well, I mean, a it's like at least, yeah. Mm-hmm. The way that the economic system has been in place to just funnel money upwards forever, like it was gonna reach a critical point. You know, like there's no reason why somebody should have three hundred and fifty billion dollars, Jeffrey. It's so dumb. Well, that's not gonna change. Come on, Daffy. Yeah. Should I tell a retail dream? Yeah. So I'm a retail nightmare in this. Uh, story I ordered something from DoorDash and I have been I was working late because I had to uh, but I needed to eat something and I ordered through DoorDash and I always go outside to meet the driver so they're not forced to buzz my door walk into my building go up the stairs ring go my doorbell <laughs> be like jumped on by a poodle like it's like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I go outside and the guy's like, I'm here. He's like, where are you? And then I look and somehow I changed my address, not to my address, but to a restaurant that I often get pickup from. Oh no. And I rarely use DoorDash to do it. Like I usually just call them, but maybe once or twice I've ordered from there and it's very close. It's just a couple of blocks away. But this poor man who's like making shit money uh, is waiting outside of a sushi restaurant. <laughs> For me and um instead of walking there he drove to me and he was so nice about it and i felt like such a a diarrhea dump 
and I, I love that man. And there used to be this option. There's an option on Instacart to top up a tip, but there's no option to top up a tip on on DoorDash. It just sucks. And I know that DoorDash sucks, and I've, I, I try not to use it, but I do still, and I apologize if I'm upsetting anyone. Um, and then my other thing is a retail dream. I took Hank to his favorite vet today, and I got in the cab with him, and the cab driver just said, I love dogs. Aww. And the whole time Hank had his, his like, little tiny face out the window. <laughs> and, like, he was so excited. He was crying. And then uh, when we got to the vet, the vet said um, he was there because he's been having, like, butt problems. And I love his vet. I've spoken about her a thousand times on the podcast. And she came outside and answered so many questions for me, like, about long-term health and dental cleaning and all these things and, like, Poodles have kind of things that are make them special, but also make them kind of higher risk for certain health things. So we went over that. And like, these are all things she like, like could just be charged for in another thing. And she took all this time with me. And then she said, you know, Hank can just come by and visit any time. He doesn't have to <laughs> have an appointment. She's He is my favorite dog. And I was oh. like, I love this place. And then they always do this thing, which I really appreciate as a person who does not always have a ton of money. They call you and tell you how much your bill's going to be because you can't go inside and they itemize all of it so you can have your personal like moment of like truth in the parking lot. <laughs> uh, but I also really love it. I just love Hank's vet um, so much. And it's been just such a, a great almost five year relationship with these wonderful people. And that's fantastic. I love them. Yeah. I just feel like he's in such good hands, you know? And yeah, I had, someone had told me this thing that, that like, there's all different tooth cleaning things for dogs that are like just done in the back of like a grooming shop or pet store. And someone had said that maybe they're not the best thing. And I was going to do that for as a birthday gift to myself, pay someone to clean Hank's teeth. And I brought it up and she's like, she told me a few things. I was like, I'm so glad I, I asked this question before putting my dog through that. And, oh, good. Uh, yeah. Like, I really like second opinions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's great. I don't know. There's a weird thing in like the human medical community where they get upset about it. Or even like if you Google something before you go to the doctor, don't do that. Don't show yeah. up to the doctor with an with, idea of what knowledge? it might be. They will <laughs> misdiagnose you out of spite. It's crazy. I have seen my doctor Google things. I feel like when you go to the doctor, it has to be like a murder mystery. You got to be like, ah, I don't know what's wrong. Ooh. Yeah. What do you think it is? <laughs> bump in my hand. And I went to the doctor. It's a tendon. And it happens. And it can be one of two things. And so I went in and I was like, hey, this is, this is weird. I have a bump in my hand. I don't know what it's from. And he Googled it. <laughs> <laughs> He's not supposed to do that while you're there. <laughs> yeah, and uh, or at least uh, turn the screen. Yeah. <laughs> Did he just pull out his phone? Did he just do Siri? He was like, hey, Siri, a weird bump in hand. He's like, man. block your ears and look at the wall. <laughs> yeah. And then I got home and I Googled it. And he took the first thing that Google said it was. But it could also be a second thing which is an autoimmune disease. And mm. I was like, why did you decide it was that thing and not do anything about it? He's like, come back when it starts hurting. Oh, <laughs> I was no. like, okay, cool. So yeah, um, it is true that doctors don't like second opinions as a person who's kind of like had to navigate some minor health issues for the past couple of years. It's like, yeah. are you here to help me? Or are you just here to prove me wrong? <laughs> and then it creates this distrust and then I just buy a bunch of supplements. Anyway, should we move <laughs> on to segments? <laughs> sure. Should we do worst present first? Sure. The worst present ever from a family member. The worst present ever from a family member. I 
Kevin, you have a worst present. I'm excited about this. I do have a worst present, but it's it kind of it's like a series of presents. So yeah. um, my aunt is uh, from from Saskatoon, from Saskatchewan, where mm. my, my dad is from. North Battleford uh, first, then later Saskatoon. But she moved uh, before we were born to Kauai. So she's lived in Hawaii wow. for her whole life. Whoa. But still, every like birthday as a kid, we would get like touristy Hawaii touristy stuff. And I'm like, you're oh. a resident. Yeah. But she was yeah. still like, I don't know where she's getting it. Like she's going to the airport, <laughs> and, like sending us these the t-shirts station. that are like Aloha. And like we never went. I've still never been to visit Hawaii. We never went as kids, but she would still send us like. All these weird, like, tiki bottle openers and stuff. Like, ah, Hawaii. Pretty good. <laughs> I love Aww, it. That's, like, such a slap in the face. I would really love to go to Hawaii, but it really is now not, now maybe never will be the time. Yeah. They're like, please stop coming. Yeah. yeah. And I, it just occurred to me that it would be something I would really love. And then uh, I was like, oh, well, that was, <laughs> it really was a 15 minute thought that I got to enjoy until. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I, there's no trip to Hawaii. I have a, a surfboard tattoo <laughs> book bookmark. Bookmark? <laughs> I got there. It's wood and it has beads on it. It's pretty nice. Whoa. Uh, I like it. It's funny when like even when someone's just visiting a place and they get you a gift and it's that like I remember my mom and her husband have been to Vegas so many times I've lost track. Like they go generally like once or twice a year. And she brought me back this one, like a magnetic bottle opener that was like, I don't know, the size of two hot dogs. And it was bright pink. I mean, it still is. I still have it. I don't know why I'm talking about it. Like it died. And it just says Vegas princess on it. And it's got oh. like, <laughs> yeah, it's not like Lauren is not even like ironic. Like she doesn't buy like joke gifts. Like she's yeah. like, here you go. Like you are my princess. And I was in Vegas and I was just sort of like what and so it lives in my practice space now but like she also bought me like bejeweled flip-flops from hawaii and like it's always the strangest thing and i'm like i know you don't even like this stuff <laughs> and you know i it's not me the souvenir thing i find the whole practice of souvenirs to be very weird because yeah. it's like it's kind of just bragging that you went to a place yeah because it's like you want to give somebody a keychain that says Hawaii and what is that going to strike up a conversation like you've been to Hawaii? Nah, my mom went. My mom's sister. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my aunt. We've never been. Yeah, souvenirs are, they make, they stress me out. Uh, yeah, like the obligation. Yeah. I don't like to, um, firstly, I'm not good at buying gifts. I think sometimes I, I get it right, but it's after like much stress unless yeah, someone just directly I, like says that. i need this thing yeah. like i need yeah. my carpet cleaned or <laughs> i like, like all these things like i i like i get stressed out what if they don't like it i'll sleepless nights I, i'll spend hours and hours and hours finding just the right thing and then still i'm convinced it's not right oh. um but when i go away I, like i don't know when i decided that i just wouldn't buy people things because it added this kind of extra level of not enjoying traveling like mm -hmm. um, yeah but what i always recommend to people is if you're traveling and you're going there for yourself to buy one thing you really love and nothing else and to like you know spend money on like eating well and 
yeah going to the places you want to see because like all that shit is just crap. just trash all yeah. that shit is just crap that's my yeah. uh and motto. All that crap is just shit totally well like most souvenirs are straight up just future ocean pollution yeah. like it's just yeah. plastic garbage I like a postcard. What's wrong with a postcard? I love Postcards a postcard. are lovely. They are so lovely. You write a little message. You can save it in a drawer. You don't have to stuff it in a dolphin's blowhole. Put it's it in perfect. The fridge, and it's like a little time capsule. And usually, yeah. like you don't have that much to like space to write. So you're just like, I'm in this weird hotel right now. There's yeah. a guy with a funny shirt. Bye. Like I, yeah. <laughs> I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's great. My father-in-law sends me postcards, and it's fantastic. Oh, that's, that's He'll address nice. them sometimes to me specifically and be like, do not read. This is just... <laughs> You're not Ivan. <laughs> for Ivan. Boys only. Yeah, I have this one here. It's got an owl on it. Huh? Oh, beautiful. Wow. Where, where's that from? Uh, this is from Vancouver Island. Oh, the oh, island. You've got to go island. back to the island. <laughs> the island. I've, I've heard that they have a lot of caves there. I couldn't believe it. The only reason why I, kn- <laughs> I know about that uh, is because former guest Andrew McLaughlin like posted a little Instagram story because he was <laughs> he was at the lake and he like put the little tag you know on Instagram you can say like where you are and mm-hmm. it's like Horn Lake Caves Provincial Park and I was like where the hell is that and I clicked it and I went on the map and like hornlakecaves.com or something like shows you all these like cool adventures you can go on and I was like wow. I can go like live the Goonies yeah. in real life. We used to have a video about like a, one of the uh, oh. IMAX movies when I worked at Science World was about caving. Cool. And I always remember like this woman with a Southern accent narrated and she's like, it's always wet. You're going to go <laughs> in a cave. You're going to get wet. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Sure are, it's Sheila. True. I wore, I wore gloves and it was perfect. I wore like hiking boots, two pairs yeah. of socks, nice jeans, uh, you, I have to say, like Jean Jessica is my favorite Jessica. She's she's rare. She's rare. <laughs> but I saw a photo of you, and I was like, "Don't comment about how cute she looks in those jeans." I need to f- get a pair of jeans that like actually fit because all of my jeans are just like hand me downs. And see, this is where I write down a note about how Jessica needs jeans, and then I obsess oh, over no. jeans. So you don't have to. <laughs> it's I got to do that thing where you go to like the Levi's flagship store and uh union square and san francisco or whatever like i've never actually been but i've heard stories where you like put on jeans and then like get in a tub or something and then that's it, for like, raw denim yeah, yeah it, like molds them to your body wow. or whatever and i'm like i just imagine like being in a like a busy store full of tourists and you're like wet in a tub <laughs> yeah you can do that at home in privacy with your own jeans well, it's not for 24 hours my tub is <laughs> dry yeah. it's so white it's like blindingly white like you can't look at it and it like the rest of the bathroom is all white as well but it looks like dirty white compared to it so yeah weird. it's like when you when you're washing your face and it's like the white soap and then you smile and you look at your teeth you're like oh no Disgusting. I thought they were white. Yeah. Now they're horrible. I like, know. If I'm ever shaving, I'm like, yeah. don't. I I still hide my teeth from my wife if I'm if I have shaving cream on my face. If she talks to me, I'd be like, yeah, nothing. Everything's fine. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> don't look at my teeth compared Get to this soap. Get <laughs> You're out gonna of hate here. me. <laughs> don't read that postcard. It's for me only. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I also took the opportunity of like getting the tub redone to take every single thing out of my bathroom because like it's a very tiny little space and if the guy's like sanding it 
I'm like, well, I don't want to like dust the yeah. You know, yeah stuff after that's like coated. And so it's that's just empty. It's completely empty and white. And it just feels like I'm like sleeping over at some guy's <laughs> house or something. And there's like one towel that's never been washed. And I'm like, oh, I guess towel. I can dry my hands on like the weird inside part that maybe never gets touched. <laughs> when I got back to my apartment in L.A., I had left the bathroom window open. And so <gasps> there was a layer of soot. Oh. Over top of everything because like the air pollution. quality there is so bad. Yeah, it was like black. Yeah. It was crazy. And probably, I mean, like because you'd been away for so long, I'm sure it was like particulates from like forest fires and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Wow, it's like Pompeii. Yeah, <laughs> but we're still alive. <laughs> still alive. Welcome to yeah. the comedy podcast. Do you, think during, do you think during the Pompeii uh, volcano there were people being like, "I don't believe the volcano is real. Yeah, it's a fake, sure. fake volcano." You should watch the movie Pompeii, starring uh, <laughs> what's his name, Kit Harrington. Oh, is Kit Harrington in it? Yeah, I'll oh, watch it. He's all abs. Um, and all I right. think Kiefer Sutherland's like the bad guy. Weird. He's the volcano? He's, yeah, he's the I always love a movie that's, like, about an event that, like, couldn't have taken that long. So, so is it all, is it all pre? Does the volcano happen at the end or at it's the beginning? It's in real, real time. Um, I think it, or like, is the volcano in the middle? <sighs> I don't know why I'm doing a volcano with my hands. I'm I mean, sure I think, I don't think there's a lot of denouement after the volcano happens. All the characters are dead. <laughs> Okay, it's, fair he, enough. It's like a he he's like a gladiator. I okay. it's sort of like gladiator meets the, what if there's a disaster movie yeah. at the end of it and everyone's like trying that, to like outrace uh, it. There's a movie uh that I loved, Apocalypto, which is oh, like yeah. a weird. Have you guys seen that? It's like a about the a Mayans. Mel Gibson one? <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's bad. Don't watch it. I'm not trying to like out you as a number one Mel Gibson fan. <laughs> I just I saw it before like I was old enough to pay attention to literally anything about like I didn't look at actors names yeah, or like yeah. the people involved. No, no, no. Um, yeah, that that is a Mel Gibson one. I was going through like a phase where I was watching like all the Roland Emmerich movies, like all the disaster movies and everything. Yeah. And then I can't remember because now I'm going through a phase where I'm watching all the Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. Bloodsport. <laughs> Bloodsport, so good. We just watched like Lionheart. Um, the and only then, movie that matters is when he's doing the dance on that show and he gets, gets the, the boner. Yeah. Um, you know how often he shows his butt in his movies? Like I think all the time. I think you'd like him. I don't. I don't watch. like that guy. Like he's not. He's not a great actor, but the butt is undeniable. <laughs> like it's. I also love the implacable accent. My favorite thing about his movies is how they like do the like sort of mental gymnastics to like figure out why his character has this accent and like why he doesn't emote like I just watched Universal Soldier last night. Uh, oh, I love him. Well, here's the thing. I think I saw it before when I was watching all the Roland Emmerich movies. But then when I was watching it, I was like, why don't I remember half of oh, no, this? I think I'm I'm getting it mixed up with the Kurt Russell movie that's just called Soldier. See, that's why I was getting it confused with that, too. But like there's a butt scene in that. I think I had seen it. it's like him and Dolph Lundgren and like the reason why they're like these sort of like cyborg fighting machines or whatever who like died in Vietnam and they like brought them back in the 90s. Oh, but it's that like sounds great. That's the reason why they're like, you know, their wooden acting is because they're not alive or whatever. And it's 
I just watched one the other night where he played twins and they were in Hong Kong and like they got separated and then one of them got taken to a, an orphanage in Hong Kong where it was like run by French nuns. And I was like, ah, I see. That's how he gets the accent. <laughs> and I was like, why are they singing Frere Jacques? And then the nun is like, oh, bonjour. And I was like, oh, OK. I liked uh, the whole storyline in uh, Star Trek The Next Generation that Jean-Luc Picard was French. Like there was so yeah. much. Yeah. Like he goes back to France and to like he's vineyard. very French. And you're like, yeah. he's a British man. Yeah. Why would he have this? But they're like, ah, he's French, isn't that? We well, probably gives him a chance to use all the French that he learned in school. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I love. On guard. Fencing. I love that show. <laughs> I think that the. Uh, an interesting thing I noticed in rewatching TNG was that, like, I loved Lieutenant Commander Data as a kid. Mm. And I think that that was just for people who are neuroatypical. That totally. was just like the first time there was ever somebody portrayed who may have been yeah, uh, on the spectrum. But he's, I mean, he's a robot, but it's like you're still just like, yeah, he's you not. still relate. He doesn't understand people's emotions he's and the outsider. he's questioning. Yeah. This is, sorry, Alicia, I'm just going to veer into like extreme nerd territory. But like if you sure. go through all the shows, like my favorite characters are Spock, Data, Odo, and yes. then like the doctor from Voyager. And I'm like, they're all just like, <laughs> you know, awkward men who don't get it. And yeah. I'm like, those are yeah. my guys. I love them. <laughs> like, Hey, buddies. Also, that's very sweet. Did you ever see When I Was Data for Halloween? No? Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah, I feel like that's like your horniest picture. <laughs> <laughs> Me oh, there's with a like, lot. Uh, silvery gold makeup on my face. Sorry, I've morphed this into a, a... No, it's great. A Jessica's Movie Corner without trying. We were talking about presents. Yes. I'm I mean... So sorry. <sighs> My present, I had a funny present, kind of. I don't know where my mom found this. You know how there's like jib-jab cards and like online cards you can send to people instead of mailing a, a card? Yes. You know? Jib is it like an animated thing? Or? Yeah, that's like okay. the one you see a lot of Christmas where you put your head on an elf's body and the oh, elf da yeah. dances and stuff. Yeah. But I don't know where my mom found this website. I've never heard of it before. I actually <laughs> feel like feel like looking it up. The first couple of times I got cards from her through this website, I thought it was like a like serious spam. Um, <laughs> like like I was like somebody had broken into all of my accounts. The name of the website is Jackie Lawson. And the cards are very sweet. Like my mom, she's a senior, but like she's got like pretty good taste. And she has like, so I'm really surprised by the choices that this this card like it's just always like butterflies opening up you open up the cards very simple it's the, the online equivalent to a dollar store birthday card <laughs> and uh this year she wasn't uh she wasn't feeling so hot she just got her second covid vaccine i was grateful because i'm at the point where i don't think that like we should be exchanging gifts and so not getting a gift for my birthday was the best gift of all uh but also that this card like they're so bad. <laughs> Are they like animated gifts, like a blingy yeah, or something? Like, like I can find it Sounds if like you guys want. I would love. Yeah, it's you know they're not. It's not. It's just like it seems very outdated for something that's online. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like that's. There's probably Instagram filters that are like more high tech. Yeah. 
But I love that yeah. that's, it's like GeoCities level, yeah. like GIF. But I love that like blingy still exists and like you can go and make your own like, oh, there's music. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. It probably doesn't work on a, phones. Is it like that? It's just a painting of a monarch butterfly. But it's very small, like on the yeah. sp- screen. It doesn't even take up like half the screen. And so... <laughs> Wow. Great. Yeah. You love butterflies. You know, they're kind of growing on me. <laughs> you should get that checked out. I, <laughs> Sorry. In the 90s, uh, I don't know if I ever told this retail nightmare, but I had gotten a tribal sun tattoo on my chest so I could hide it from my mom. <laughs> and I was cool because of it. And my friend Zoe... Um, asked me to take her to get a tattoo. So I took her to the place where I got my back tattoo, which was a turtle, uh, which I'm considering having made into a turtle that's wearing jean shorts. Yeah. And um, for some reason, the guy was a real dick to her, and he gave her the worst butterfly (gasps) tattoo. And I felt really responsible for it, and I feel like she also blamed me a little bit for it, and uh, which wasn't my fault, but at the time, seemed about right. And I just always kind of didn't like butterfly motifs because there was such a huge thing in the 90s but now i see like i think i mean obviously i love real butterflies and hank keeps trying to eat butterflies and it's the funniest thing i've ever (laughs) seen like i scream laugh every time it happens he looks so mad and then he tries to eat one and then the butterfly just flies away and it's so cute there's so many moths right now it's probably good it's moth apocalypse again the geddon yeah it's like a three-year three-year bloom or something like that the looper moths i love it i know Former guest Jasmine Lukuku really does Terrifying. not like moths. Oh no! And I and it's I really afraid. Feel for her. They're not as bad as they were that time, though. Three years yeah. ago was really awful. If yeah. I g- go for a walk at night now, I can feel them like hitting my legs. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay. It's worse up in near the forest. Like if you go to North Vancouver, yeah, it's okay. kind of insane up there. Yeah, that's. We true. really live in a magical, but also. Like, just unhinged place in the world yeah. when it comes to bugs yeah. and wildlife. Well, I, yeah, I mean, Stanley Park has been taken over by... Yeah, and apparently, like, one of the causes, like, there's all these kind of rumored causes, but it is because people are feeding them to yeah. get Instagram pictures. The coyotes? Yeah, of course. Don't read the comments on the CBC. People are like, kill them, kill the coyotes. And I'm like, well, that's kill not the, fair. Kill Instagram yeah yeah i do think that like for people who get caught doing irresponsible stuff like for the gram like uh, chair girl that was the big i, I was thinking that about trial. chair girl yeah just yesterday yeah her i followed the reporter that was like kind of live tweeting her trial but she got like a i i'm pretty sure i think it was overturned though but there was like a they're pushing for a like you're not allowed on the internet anymore and oh, i do yeah. think that that needs to be a yeah, that's interesting a punishment but like you can't have a phone i'm sorry you clearly have demonstrated that it's you're putting yourself and others in danger because of this it's like and house the internet arrest. is drugs yeah yeah but for the internet i love that. the internet is drugs yeah it does social media triggers all the same stuff oh it's yeah. absolutely for sure for sure yeah if no but one I like knows that who chair girl is uh or chair woman uh, she was a person who threw a chair off a balcony of a very tall building onto a freeway in Toronto, and it was very stupid and 
And then Drake put her in his video. Oh. And then was forced to take her out of the video. Yikes. (laughs) Take his internet away. Take everyone's internet away. Take his DMing privileges away from young women, too. Yeah, definitely. Um, Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Um, I have... I don't think I have a worse present, you guys. That's okay. We could do Pupo of the Week. We've had, like, this, like zingy wonderful episode yeah you told great stories about fleeces i have questions <laughs> after this because fleeces i'm in the market bathtubs is my and whole caves. life hey yeah jay got me that for my birthday that was the best the best gift the yes. best That's present so ever i love it and then oh, the thing that was like our guide was really cool his name was oscar and like they do okay. the um tours year round too so like you can do it in the winter and it's just like wetter so there's like a <laughs> waterfall under there. Same like temperature nice. though. Same temperature. So yeah, it it would probably be warmer if it was yeah. super cold out. But he said to Jay and I, like at the end of the tour, he's like, do you guys live on the island? And we were both like, no. <laughs> like we were so sad because he was going to like tell us about all these cool caving groups. And I was like, oh, I want to, I wish. I'm going to join then a I was caving like, group. And he also, oh, Jay was wearing a fleece and Oscar, our guide was like, cool fleece, man. I've got the exact same one. It's the best. And I was like, yes. we're, we're passing for Islanders. Like, yes. Cool fleece. <laughs> we're blending in. So, yeah. That sounds like best gift. Yeah, it really, it really was uh, quite uh, life changing. I've always wanted to go in a cave my whole life. I honestly like since TNG came out the year after I was born, my mom watched every single episode when it was on. I feel like every third episode they're in a cave. Like there's, there's a lot of caves. The cave set. I remember that one very early on where like uh, Wesley and Picard get trapped in the cave. Everyone's always trapped in the cave. There's like a rock on someone's but leg. But there was like that weird light that like it killed that guy. And they were like, okay, don't go near the light, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> don't go towards the light. Um, yeah, like I feel like all the media I consumed as a child, always a cave. And I was like, can't wait to go into those caves. It took me until I was 35 to step foot in a cave. Well, worth it. Sounds like worth it. Sounds like you had a great time. A hundred percent worth it. So many cool calcite formations. Oh man. Gotta Very love it. Neat. I yeah. gotta get in one of them caves. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I love that temperature. It's perfect for me. I also would just <laughs> love to like we kept making jokes about like we're gonna move here, we're gonna live here, we're gonna be cave goblins. And I was like, <laughs> it's not even a joke anymore. Like this sounds good. There's not a lot going on yeah. on the surface. I mean, you could probably get a lovely place near there and yeah. continue to make art and live in a way that is more cohesive <laughs> with your values. It would probably yeah. only be like slightly more damp than my current apartment. <laughs> <laughs> you are always fighting the damp. Yeah. You just like so like great moisture and then you just emerge once in a while and be like, hey, is everybody still uh, fighting and... That's why I would never move to Alberta. I think I would instantly age like 10 years because it's so fucking dry there. My cuticles just start bleeding when I'm in the prairies. Like once I cross the Rockies. (laughs) Yeah. It's like so dewy here. It's bad. Even in actually even on the island Mm -hmm. because the water there is different. Jay and I were just like itchy all the time. Oh no. Mm -hmm. Maybe you had cave lice. It's because it's drier there. It's like a different. It's weird. I was like I just assume it's so close. You'd think. But yeah. like, yeah, my my skin was cracking and I was like, I I need to be moisture. It's September now. I need to start moisturizing <laughs> every day, slathering it, putting the lotion on its skin in my <laughs> cave like hole. Um, speaking of adorable puppos, it's time for Puppo of the Week. 
Oh yeah. Ivan, who's your Puppo of the Week? Uh, well, I have a... It's older than a week. Is that allowed? That's oh, yeah. It could be any time. We're not okay. fact-checking. Uh, I went to the... It's sort of a collection of Puppos in a way. But That's I allowed. went to the Hudson River Valley, which I'd never been to in upstate New York. Mm-hmm. And it was gorgeous. I, I saw bet. fireflies for the first time, <gasps> which like I thought they nice. were make-believe. But no. they were just all over the place. Yeah. All these cool. lights. And I'm like... I mean, once you see fireflies, you're like, okay, this explains like most UFOs stories <laughs> yeah. or UFOs. There's just like, yeah, this looks like a fake crazy light. So yeah, if people are like, oh, there was lights at night. I'm like, yeah, there's a bug that does that. Like if you're from there, <laughs> I couldn't believe like that's, you know, upstate Massachusetts where the Salem witch trials were. I'm sure it was all <laughs> fireflies. They're all just eating magic mushrooms and seeing fireflies. Yeah. But uh, the coolest thing was they have wild turkeys there. <gasps> and I got to see a wild turkey that had uh, poults, babies, like a little line of them behind oh, it. Wow. It ran across the road and they had all these like 10 tiny little turkeys following it. It was the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, wow. Any kind of fledgling birds. I love we have some fledgling crows because uh, we're on the top floor of our building and they're learning. And it's very fun to see like the young crows. They're like awkward goth teens they're just they kind of look like a crow they're a little fluffier but yeah. then they're very not graceful like they'll just fall and they just like get up and be like what it's <laughs> fine don't worry about it and they're always screaming for more food yeah, yeah. i love yeah. them intense little guys i love it were the were the baby wild turkeys like were they still fluffy yeah oh yeah but they have like little <laughs> dinosaur feet yeah and it's like so fun their feet are like too big for their body and you're like oh man I love it. Was it was so adorable. Oh, cute. I love it. I love baby birds. I love teen birds. The greatest. Yeah. Yeah. I love teens. <laughs> I also oh. saw quail in, <gasps> in the Ooh. summer, too. I went to Kelowna and I never, I was like, I heard they have quail here. Is that true? And then like, I didn't see them the whole time. And then one night we went for a walk and it was like this magical, like, I hear all these weird noises in a bush. And then same thing. It was like a bunch of quail come running out. They have little babies wow. that are behind them. It was very fun. Are are they the ones that have like the weird little feather sticking up? Oh, that's cool. I think I saw something like that. I need to figure out exactly what it was. But when we were in Austin for like, I think South by Southwest, I was like trying to find a parking spot behind a venue and there was just like this quail like (laughs) (laughs) and I was like super stressed out and we'd like rushed there. I think like my bandmate got a speeding ticket on the highway and then all of a sudden I was like, what is this creature? Like, it's so (laughs) plump and feathery and I just want to like, I don't want to play a show. I just want to hang out with this thing and follow it around all day. They're cool. Uh, Alicia, who's your Papa of the Week? Um, my Puppo of the Week is Hank Tobin. Um, Wednesday morning, I, he needed to have a butt bath. And I was worried that he... I learned this week that poodles have chronic anal gland issues, which would explain several visits to the vet, which have been very fine. Nothing bad's ever happened. He's never had anything bad, except for just needing like a little bit of help. Um, but I was like, okay... Like, maybe he's very fluffy. Like, he's a very fluffy dog. Poodles do not shed. They have to be groomed every six weeks. Every four to eight weeks, you got to get in there, and he has to have his butt shaved. But um, I was like, I have a clipper. I'm going to do this myself. It's six in the morning. An exhausted 46-year-old woman. I gave him just a very, like, tiny bath, and then I got out the clippers and thought I could just, you know, do a quick 
shave. And no, I didn't. I accidentally just shaved a strip off of uh, the patch adjacent to his anus. <gasps> and Hank's natural skin color is like an off gray. It's quite white in, in comparison. And uh, his butthole is very pink. So it's like very noticeable that he is missing <laughs> like a three inch wide strip of fur from his anal area. Did not get close to his anus. Totally botched it. Had to write the vet shortly thereafter, explain what I'd done, book an appointment, <laughs> told them all the things that were going on. They're like, yeah, you should bring him in. And I uh, <laughs> I wasn't trying to save money or anything. I was just trying to, like, there's, like, all these, like, tutorials online to, like, express your dog's anal glands, and I will absolutely never be that person. Uh, it turns out that wasn't the issue, so I'm very, uh, you know, I'm glad also that they didn't laugh at me at the vet because what his body looks like is a crime <laughs> what I've done. Uh, he doesn't, you know, he has no idea. And he's just so proud when he walks down the street and he has no idea what his back end looks like. Same. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, I just love, nice. I love this dog. He's uh, so great. And uh, he's my puppo of my, he's a puppo of my heart. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Good guy. Sorry about your butt. Yeah. It grows back. It's okay. It's actually growing back already. Yeah, it's so like, fast. So fast. Wow. How about you, Jessica? Uh I have a an island puppo. I'm still oh. I'm like catching up on all my island nice. adventures. Um the first night uh we were on the island. We stayed with my friend Melinda and her partner Keith, and they have two cats. One I I knew from before. Lil Edie, who's kind of a cross-eyed lady. Same. She's uh she's lovely and wonderful. And she's one of those lady cats who like will be super sweet if it's just you and her. But if there's other people around, she's like, I don't like that. That's not I'm not into getting pets, but then you like find her in a quiet spot in like a hallway and she's like, Oh yeah, <laughs> don't tell anyone about this. <laughs> um but my real papo is they have a new kitten, and his name is Kevin. Such a great name for a cat. And he's a little orange guy, very similar probably to the cat that was your Puppo of the Week last week, which I was actually going to make Kevin my Puppo of the Week, but then your cat sounded so similar, and also our guest was Kevin Lee, so I didn't want to be like, my Puppo's Kevin, but not you. <laughs> but he's so great, and he slept in the room that Jay and I slept in, which was all owl-themed, like Melinda Ooh. has has themed it all all with owls and uh yeah he's just like their little their little beautiful son who like I was having my hair is super long right now and I was having a really fun time just like dangling it in front of him and he was like playing with it and it's so long that you know even if he's biting it and scratching it and pulling it like it's so far away from my face that it's like I'm not going to get injured and yeah he's just like a little bundle of joy and he's like brought them some much needed excitement during these monotonous times mm -hmm. uh so little baby kevin i love an orange kitten so cute so fierce yeah i mean what would this world be like without without animals um i mean we'll find out soon uh <laughs> now that brings that. yeah bringing us to the end of this podcast ivan i am so happy that you were able to hang out with us tonight it is oh, so is great so to fun. see you it's so weird to be in the same city as you for so long and not see you so yeah. this was a huge treat Great to um, see you guys. Do you have anything to plug? Any shows coming up, like middle of September? 
Um, um, how can people buy your album? Those sort of things. Listen the to your shows, podcast. Uh, that I have were canceled. Oh no! Um, so nothing yet. Uh, but I do have a podcast called Satan's Lawyer. It comes out uh, sporadically each month. Uh, we try to get it on or around the fifteenth of each month. And uh, we're very excited. This season, we're building to an episode that we're going to do with Andre, my co-host's father, who is from the Soviet Union. So we've been asking all of our guests all season what they know or think about Russia. (laughs) And uh, we're going to ask him all of these questions. We're going to sort of interview him about what it was like growing up in the Soviet Union and, and really kind of get into a lot of the misconceptions about Russian culture and Russian people. And I couldn't be more excited to record that episode next month. So that'll be coming out as our sort of uh, season finale this year. Oh, nice. So look out for that and listen to this whole season if you want to find out what our guests are going to ask them. Nice. I'm so jealous I'm not a guest because I've taken so many Russian history classes. Ooh. Wow, too informed then. <laughs> yeah. I've watched all of Dr. Trivago, so... <laughs> okay, I think Jessica would be our Lego guest now. That's more our speed. I'm kind of an expert, okay? Also, I know everything uh, I learned about romance from that movie, too. All right. It ends with a lot of crying. <laughs> That's how like all of most. mine ends. <laughs> yeah. If you want to buy a tote bag... You can buy it at retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. <laughs> retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. Uh, if you want to <laughs> join us on Patreon, you can uh, support us there, which would be great if you can't afford to. If you don't want to, none of that bothers us. We just want you to enjoy <laughs> the podcast. Um, if you would like to buy my book, you still can. It's called So You're a Little Sad, So What?, it's almost been two years since it was published, which wow, I should yeah. really do something. It was October. Yeah. Um, yeah. To all the listeners and uh, all the people not listening. <laughs> what? <laughs> we love you. Uh, please take care. Be safe. Um, get a vaccine if you haven't. If you can't, we understand. If you don't want to because you think of magnets, please, 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 please fuck off. Magnets? Is this Yeah. Something? Remember... And was magnetizing people for a while. I don't, I really try and avoid. <laughs> yeah, you are smarter than I am. Um, Stop closing the fucking hospital. How about that? Yeah, yeah please. Come on. Don't be a please. dick bag. Wow. Really uh, upsetting. Yeah. Anyways, on that note, you're all puppos. <laughs> and we love you all. We love you all. Mwah. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Mwah. Mwah.